Xmas and Christmas, a lost chapter from Herodotus. And beyond this, there lies in the ocean, turned towards the west and the north, the island of Neotirp, which Hecateus indeed declares to be the same size and shape as Sicily. It is densely inhabited by men who wear clothes not very different from the other barbarians who occupy the northwestern parts of Europe, though they do not agree with them in language. These islanders, surpassing all the men of whom we know in patience and endurance, use the following customs. In the middle of winter, when fogs and rains most abound, they have a great festival which they call Xmas, and for fifty days they prepare it in the fashion I shall describe. First of all, every citizen is obliged to send to each of his friends and relations a square piece of hard paper stamped with a picture, which in their speech is called an Xmas card. But the pictures represent birds sitting on branches, or, or trees with a dark green prickly leaf, or else men in such garments as the Neotirbians believe their ancestors wore 200 years ago, riding in coaches such as their ancestors used, or houses with snow on their roofs. And the Neotirbians are unwilling to say what these pictures have to do with the festival, guarding, as I suppose, some sacred mystery. And because all men must send these cards, the marketplace is filled with the crowd of those buying them, so that there is great labor and weariness. But having bought as many as they suppose to be sufficient, they return to the houses and find there like cards which others have sent to them. And when they find cards from any to whom they have also sent cards, they throw them away and give thanks to the gods that this labor at least is over for another year. But when they find cards from any to whom they have not sent, then they beat their breasts and wail and utter curses against the sender, and, having sufficiently lamented their misfortune, they put on their boots again and go out into the fog and rain and buy a card for him also. And let this account suffice about Xmas cards. They also send gifts to one another, suffering the same things about the gifts as about the cards, or even worse. For every citizen has to guess the value of the gift which every friend will send to him, so that he may send one of equal value, whether he can afford it or not. And they buy his gifts for one another, such things as no man ever bought for himself. For the sellers, understanding the custom, put forth all kinds of trumpery, and, whatever being useless and ridiculous, they have been unable to sell throughout the year, they now sell as an Xmas gift. And though the Neotirbians profess themselves to lack sufficient necessary things, such as metal, leather, wood, and paper, Yet an incredible quantity of these things is wasted every year, being made into the gifts. 
But during these fifty days, the oldest, poorest, and most miserable of the citizens put on false beards and red robes, and walk about the marketplace, being disguised, in my opinion, as Kronos. And the sellers of gifts no less than the purchasers become pale and weary, because of the crowds and the fog, so that any man who came into a Neotibian city at this season would think some great public calamity had fallen on Neotirb. This fifty days of preparation is called in their barbarian speech the Xmas Rush. But when the day of the festival comes, then most of the citizens, being exhausted with the rush, lie in bed till noon. But in the evening, they eat five times as much supper as on other days, and, crowning themselves with crowns of paper, they become intoxicated. And on the day after Xmas, they are very grave. Being internally disordered by the supper and the drinking and the reckoning how much they've spent on gifts and on the wine. For wine is so dear among the Neoterbians that a man must swallow the worth of a talent before he is well intoxicated. Such then are their customs about the Xmas. But the few among the Neoterbians have also a festival separate unto themselves called Christmas, which is on the same day as Xmas. And those who keep Christmas, doing the opposite of the majority of the Neotirbians, rise early on that day with shining faces and go before sunrise to certain temples where they partake of a sacred feast. And in most of the temples they set out images of a fair woman with a newborn child on her knees and certain animals and shepherds adoring the child. The reason of these images is given in a certain sacred story, which I know, do not repeat. But I myself conversed with a priest in one of these temples, and asked him why they kept Christmas on the same day as Xmas, for it appeared to me inconvenient. But the priest replied, It is not lawful, O stranger, for us to change the date of Christmas. But would that Zeus would put it into the minds of the Neotirbians to keep Xmas at some other time, or not to keep it at all. For Xmas and the rush distract the minds, even of the few, from sacred things. And we indeed are glad that men should make merry at Christmas. But in Xmas there is no merriment left. And when I asked him why they endured the rush, he replied, It is, O stranger, a racket. Using, as I suppose, the words of some oracle, and speaking unintelligibly to me, for a racket is an instrument which the barbarians use in a game called, uh, tennis. But what Hecateus says, that Xmas and Christmas are the same, is, is not credible. For first, the pictures which are stamped on the Xmas cards have nothing to do with the sacred story which the priests tell about Christmas. And secondly, the most part of the Neotirians, not believing the religion of the few, nevertheless send the gifts and cards and participate in the rush and drink, wearing paper caps. But it is not likely that men even being barbarians, should suffer so many and great things in an honor of a god they do not believe in. And now, enough about Neotirp.
Hello, and welcome to the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast, the podcast that wrote letters to Santa, and Santa had better deliver on what we requested, because in those letters contain the consequences of what will happen if said things are not under the tree on Christmas morning. Let's just let's just say Mrs. Claus has only got ten fingers, so <laughs> after that, we got to move up to something else. Well, it's something that since we are all together um, for for our uh, annual Christmas gathering, uh, I I thought it'd be Devin's drunk by the tree without care. Yes, I I thought it'd be great for us to uh, to do a a Christmas podcast to kind of talk about the holiday season. Enjoy one another's company and really just uh, get into the spirit of, of what makes Christmas special. So I have refused all these things and they wouldn't let me leave. So to, to start us off, I wanted to uh, to do a, a reading of the classic Christmas poem, "Twas the Night Before Christmas." So uh, please permit me this indulgence. Sit back, relax, turn the volume way up, and enjoy. "Twas the Night Before Christmas." Went all through the house. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a mouse. Stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were all nestled, all snug in their cardboard boxes. All visions of sugar plums and a warm bed danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and some hooker in my lap, had just settled in for a long winter's nap. Quote, unquote. Welcome to when the out on the lawn, there rose such a clatter. It was the CBS News team, led by Dan Rather. <laughs> it's old. It is old. That's classic. Away to the window, I gave him a flash. <laughs> Tore open the shutters and showed him my ass. <laughs> when uh, the moon... On the breasts of the new fallen hooker. In <laughs> the luster of midday objects below. When what to my wandering eyes should appear. But a big ass sleigh. And eight flying fucking reindeer. With some fat ass old driver. Hey, I'm not fat. I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about Santa Claus. Oh. So creepy and you know, kind of you know, like, what's he doing in the middle of the night? It's like three in the damn morning. Mama always said, ain't nothing good happens after three in the morning. In a moment, I knew that because it's, you know, it's the only guy that drives a fucking slam Christmas. It had to be St. Nick. More rapid than the Eagles' turnovers they came. <laughs> and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. On Basher, on Cancer, on Panzer, and uh, and and Bill Bixby, <laughs> on Vomit, on Putrid, on Dalmer, and uh, on Fixin. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash on my balls. And as dry heaves before that wild hurricane fly. When they meet with my vomit, mount to the sky. So up to the house tough, the coursers they flew. With a sleigh full of guns and St. Nicholas too. 
And then, in a tinkling, I peed off the roof. In the prancing and pawing of each little hoof, as I drew in my hand and was zipping myself up. Down the chimney, St. Nicholas uh, interrupted my stream. We're just throwing out a rhyme scheme here, aren't we? Yeah, we really are. It was Freebers! Freebers! He was dressed all in fur, from head to his foot. His clothes were all stitched together with different body parts of different animals. <laughs> and it looked, it, it looked red from a distance, but up close it was really blood. And a bundle of guns he had flung on his back. And it looked like a pedophile opening his... Pack. <laughs> his eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses. His nose, like a cherry. And his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. The beard of his chin was white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held in his teeth. And he smoked up some hash. And it circled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a giant ass round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jello. Copyright. He was chubby and plump. Did I mention he was fat? And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. When we came up his eye and twisted my head, I crumbled on the ground and then I was dead. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. And he filled all all the stockings, and then turned like a jerk. And then giving the finger a side of his nose, giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, to all, good night. That's classic. That's classic. That's, that's a thing that happened. That that was that was that was my impromptu uh, reading of of what's the night before Christmas. I don't know if I got all the words right, but I think I was pretty close. Well, your That's heart was in the right place, and that was the important thing. Yes. yes. Um. So, so uh, we don't have the Jones Soda holiday pack. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. No, I, I haven't been able to find it. Ostensibly, I guess you order it straight from Jones. Have you actually checked the internet to see if it's still looking good? And going no, back to our early does. days, of we didn't have anything to talk about, so we just drank sodas and talked about it. Um, Not much has changed in all those years. No. Now we just talk about conventions. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't even play video games anymore or watch any anime. We hey, just go to conventions hey, about video games and anime. Hey, Sometimes. listen, uh, this, Nothing new. this will already be out by the time you're listening to this, but if you have not done so already, go to Capcom's website and download Street Fighter Cross Mega Man. It's free. It's for your PC. It's an actual factual game. Play it. Anyway. What we do have is Taylor Tonic's Holiday Fizz Collection. This no. was at World Market, ah. and I decided it would be a suitable replacement for... Uh, Thank God you've got a, a, a bottle opener on your keychain so that you can drink and drive with these. Oh, I don't... It's uh, important. No. Uh, so we're going to start out with Cranberry Dream. I, uh, holiday berries strung among an evergreen garland. I think this will probably be the best of the bunch. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought we were starting with the weakest one. Although, I'm, I'm hoping... 
I'm hoping against hope that there will be the flavor of the holiday garland that the evergreen berries are strung on. We're probably not that lucky. <laughs> I, I seriously No, because that, that would make it horrible. That would that would give it that Jones soda level of what the authenticity hell that you're like wow really yes. so um I I have a good health keeping portion of this too just because I'm pretty sure this won't be terrible ooh I definitely I'm smelling evergreen I'm smelling evergreen all right well, they, were, they they shit us not oh uh, everybody let's bottoms up this this soda smells like soap or aftershave and I'm kind of afraid it of it <laughs> it smells like body wash. Yeah, now that you mention it, it does kind of have that... that it's like drinking Axe. Girls will be all over me. Okay, yeah. so I was definitely wrong. And if this is the best of the bunch, uh, we're in for a terrible time. It tastes like aftershave. <laughs> Not that I've gotten drunk on aftershave. It does. It, it's like if you've ever gotten a little bit of aftershave in your, in your mouth on accident or something. It's what this tastes like. Um, are, yeah. are you sure that this is for... Internal use? Are you sure the ball doesn't I'm, say external use only? It's natural, according to the label. It is natural. What? It's like getting a mouthful of nature. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. It's kind of. It's no, not it says, sweet, dude. You didn't even read the label. Taylor Tonic's Cranberry Dream is a festive blend of holiday spice, berry, and the actual essence of balsam pine. What the hell? That's yeah. It's more spice and pine than it is berry. Yeah. It, yeah. You're, you're dreaming that this okay. tastes like cranberry. It has nutrition facts, so I'm assuming that does mean that it's okay to drink. To drink. Yes. Sparkling water in infused. I'm going to try Well, they put the parenthetical note really weird here. Because either wild crafted balsam fir needles are an ingredient, or wild, it's sparkling wild crafted water, balsack needles, yeah. Or it's sparkling water infused with. Wildcrafted balsam fir needles. Wildcrafted ballsack needles are in there. So do we want to go... What are our choices? I was going to say, candy cane shake, okay. gingerbread house, or eggnog fizz. Let's go gingerbread, because I'm not a fan of gingerbread. I just want to go ahead and get that shit out of the way. I'm, I'm hoping to save eggnog right. for last myself. Yeah, me too. I'm thinking candy cane shake will be the best, but we'll see. We, we could be wrong, because mint and soda, I don't know. Can hear that refreshing. Yeah, I was hoping to get the tss. cranberries. Hard to drink. Oh, all right. That is something I have to make myself. Play, do. play along at home if you have one of these, or just drink every time we say something's awful. I'm going to to. Uh, it's the chainsaw of fate. Use a game. lesser. We need to make that up and put it up on the time. side. Okay, now the smell. Oh, now let's hold on. Hold. Let's do if this. Let's more. do this crap right. Let's okay. read the, since we didn't read the label before. All right, let's. Oh, read so them. you did bring out break out the eggnog fizz? No, no, this is. Egg oh, I guess fizz. I did. I grabbed the wrong one. Oh, good God! Sorry. Okay, it's natural. Taylor's Tonics eggnog fizz is our sparkling take on this beloved holiday classic that Dylan decided to jump the gun on. They were put in, in the wrong my, order. Sorry, because you couldn't read a label. What? Well, I, I did it. Micro brewed with nutmeg and vanilla. We invite you to enjoy this sterling recipe and make merry as you see fit. Okay, that said, wow, this it is... smells. It smells like ginger ale. Yeah, yes. I, I suspect it's just ginger ale plus some of that eggnog stuff that they use to make the eggnog shakes. Well, this does not even remotely taste like eggnog. This tastes like a big bottle of piss. Really? I'm um, I'm, I'm catching the eggnog. I am definitely I'm catching not. it, but I'm not. Again, these are not highly sweetened sodas. So I was about to say, it's eggnog, a very weird... eggnog's a very sweet, strong yeah. flavor, and you're not getting any of that in this. It's it's like 
if you took a little bit of eggnog and then poured a whole bunch of seltzer water in yes. there to where you barely taste the eggnog. Kind of anymore. the same with the cranberry in the first I'm, I'm going to say I kind of like this. I, I'm i not opposed to the eggnog. Then, sir, you can finish that. <laughs> I was about to say, in have joy. The only thing it's missing, I think, is something with a it's little flavor. bit... No, no, it's something with a little bit of fat to it. Like, if you put, like, a little shot of cream in the entire bottle, I think... Yeah, maybe, like, but this is a soda, soda and they're not... They're no, no, not cream gonna... soda, there's nothing wrong with cream soda. I am... If I'm glad, it's because I'm eating EL fudge cookies to get the taste of this crap out of my mouth. Alright, so now... I, I don't disapprove of the egg. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna di- disagree with the two of you on that one. Feel free to. But, you know, if you're trying at home, it still tastes like piss. If you're trying at home, we're, we're so very sorry. And this is probably going to be gone. And Do you even have a world market where you are? I okay. don't know how uh, widespread that chain is. Here, here's my thing. I would not recommend that anybody who's listening go out and buy this and then listen along to it. But if somebody was cruel enough to buy this for you for Christmas... Yes. Then really? this is going to be the only enjoyment that you will get from drinking these. Because yes. you can at least know that someone sympathizes with you. Or you could just put, like... You can commiserate with us about how shitty these uh, Yeah, you can devin are. them up pretty good. Yeah. Um, alright. Since since we need to read these, I'm going to move on to Gingerbread House Sparkler. Spice and fizz to lift your spirits. It's natural. Taylor's tonic... No, no. Say it right. It's natural. There you go. Taylor's tonic gingerbread sparkler is micro-brewed from real ginger, clove, and cinnamon. This house is no longer just to look at. Huh? Pop the top and enjoy the warming spice that is truly unique and naturally delicious. Cheers! <laughs> That's going to be the best part about this drink. As uh, I already say, I hate gingerbread. It's... The best part about ginger is, is a strange flavor, and it's a strange flavor in soda. So... We've already done the ginger energy drink thing on this show before years and years ago. Alright. I still I still I still don't care, but hey. Charlie, here's a little for you. It's Christmas. And then John. Alright. Okay. Let's so get the computer. Let's see. What's what's the smell like? It smells like ginger. That's not okay. a good sign. Well, it not only smells like ginger, but it also smells like cinnamon and clove. Yeah, clove. That's what's in it. It's also it, got coconut water and molasses. Coconut water's in a lot of this stuff. I guess it, uh... It's natural! This is the first one that I get a real strong taste of what's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. And again, it's not the one oh. I wanted. Ginger and cinnamon in soda is... I mean, I know, like, Coke and a lot of the other sodas actually do have a lot of strange spices in them that we would be surprised at, or at least the original formulas did, but... In the 65-degree uh, holiday weather that we're enjoying here in Tennessee, oh, God, cool off terrible. with a nice, refreshing... Really? Uh, Ginger cinnamon soda. It's just that will burn your nose as as you're trying to drink it. Like I say, a lot of sodas have strange spices in them. This, but but they kind of mix together and they're not as sharp as they are in this. This is another one that I don't necessarily disagree with, but I, as I mean, disagree with the soda. Um, oh god! But That's... I I don't mind. There's the I, I, I do like ginger ale, and I don't mind ginger ale when it burns. So. I don't mind I don't mind ginger ale, and I don't mind the flavor of ginger. It's just very weird. And, and I think clove as well is kind of a weird flavor in soda. Even though, again, I know it's used, you know, if you buy... 
Now, I'll admit, I'm not oh, saying this is. This. I'm not saying this is good. Like Why so far, so, so far the cranberry one has been the only one that I had to say, okay, I've I've poured this much. I I guess I have to drink it. Um, hmm. I had to force myself to. Wow. I'm not saying I particularly like the others. I just oh. I, I don't necessarily hate them. All right. <laughs> Let me collect myself and, oh, no, and no. face the rest of no, this No, no, no. There, is, there is no... No. Don't try to prepare yourself. Um, Alright. Now we have Candy Cane Shake. I am, I'm taking photos of these to be uh, put on the uh, website along with this podcast. Listen as he lines up the shot. Yeah. Thrill as he... Uh... Takes the picture. Alright. But it's a digital camera, so it doesn't make a neat noise, so you don't even get that. Ah, crap. <laughs> That's the sound of Dylan Craft. Feel the suspense. Trying Dylan to, uh, to... tries and fails to get the cap on right. the uh, ball. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pour a very small amount of this. Okay. I'm. I'm afraid. It's definitely minty. I don't know how I feel about that. If it's sweet, if if it if it has the shake flavor, because this is not just candy cane, it's candy cane shake. shake. Okay, so let's say here. Candy cane shake, minty and majestic peppermint stick fizz, which is way too many. That's words. a lot of adjectives there. Yeah. It's natural! Taylor's Tonics Candy Cane Shake brings the best of the holidays to you in a fizz-filled bottle of cheer. Capitalized cheer. This soda also capitalized for some reason. Is microbrewed with real peppermint and vanilla, because vanilla's in everything. Vanilla's not, not a bad flavor. Uh, a cool sensation that is truly unique and naturally delicious. Cheers. Yeah. So it's got peppermint yep. and vanilla in it, and that's pretty much coconut. Why is coconut water in all this crap? Uh, uh, there are only, because it's natural, uh, there are only four <laughs> of these sodas. That's really fucking tired of hearing the descriptions after the second one. Yep. Yes. They they are very enthusiastic about you enjoying their product yeah. because they're obviously overcompensating. This I, this tastes like um, drinking soda while you're chewing a piece of gum. And by the way, that's not a good thing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I agree and say, but add I think it tastes like fizzy mouthwash. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it's... I I do feel like I should be uh, cleaning my teeth with this. Yes, if you are I not am... if you are not eating. A, a piece of candy that is red and white. The only place peppermint ever shows up, let's be honest, in, in 90% of your life is going to be mouthwash and gum. This is not what you want associated with your soda product. No. I actually don't think this is a, a terrible flavor, but again, it's like the cranberry For mouthwash. Because it's very mild. It's not highly sweetened. It's not as sharp as the, the cinnamon. Uh, Which means it's not actually soda. Again, yeah. <laughs> You're gargling with it now. Quite reflexively, that was not intentional. Oh, apparently, okay. apparently, my threat's natural reaction peppermint is close up. Don't let yourself swallow any of it. I'm gonna pass these back to Liz. Yes, please do. Oh God. Yes, okay, yes, you do. I didn't you, think... You can take those on back and share them with the rest of the game. Yeah, I was going to say, in fact, yes, bring them I, in here and I really thought... let them see what uh, they're missing. See what God hath wrought on us. 
No, no, God had no part in that. <laughs> I, I really, I'd say, after the okay. cranberry one, I thought it's all uphill from here. Gonna be, gonna be good stuff. Nope. Um, and and while I didn't mind the gingerbread and kind of like the eggnog uh, a little bit, the Ooh. the the peppermint. You're starting with the gingerbread. Yes, is that bad? The oh, they're all bad. You may want to get on this side of the microphone. Okay. While, while I hated the cranberry and 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 Christmas tree one, um, yeah, aftershave. Um, yeah, the peppermint one actually, like, I almost gagged on it. No, I didn't. It seems like you're the exact opposite of me. Yes, on, on everything. Mm. I am the anti Dylan, including the lack of facial hair. I will, I will take right. some of that. I will no. take some more eggnog fizz, but that is the only one that I feel like having seconds like, of. I, I like. I really have a burning sensation from uh, having. I don't know that I want peppermint causes acid days. reflux apparently because I am I'm like really burning on the inside. Yeah, it's just You're babies. No, we are not. Ba- I did no babies. Cranberry dream. I've I've got things to say. Cranberry nightmare. Um, but, but it's Christmas and Santa might be watching, so I'm not going to say that. Okay, I I'll say this too. I don't, I don't mind lightly sweetened sodas for the most part. Yes. Generally, it's not a big deal for me. Maybe it's just because of these flavor choices. Like, it's stuff that you expect to be calorie-laden. Yeah. So, when it's not there, it just feels weirder Weird. than usual. It feels watered it, down. It does. Like, oh, egg like, like <laughs> in Katie's <candy> shape, <laughs> you assume it's like a, a cream, oh, creamy base. Yeah, it is. I like the eggnog, kind of, That's a little, awful. so almost. Which one is that? Eggnog. Yeah. Like you expect, oh, um, eggnog, this is going to be sweet. Like feet. Hmm. What? Okay. And if anyone knows Again, what feet tastes like, it's though. Liz. Okay. Which one's good? I love feet. Gingerbread. Again. It was okay. I, I suspect it's made similar to the, the eggnog syrup you get in eggnog milkshakes, except eggnog milkshakes work because they're tempering that with a milkshake. You know, ice milk. cream. Yes. Yeah. Again, candy cane shake, sounds good, not actually a shake. I don't know where the hell they picked up that word uh, from. I don't know. Like because we got vanilla in it, we can call it no, no, no. sir, Ooh. no, Captain Marketer of uh, so we're babies. Taylor's Tonics. Mm-hmm. Total babies. <coughs> oh. These beverages are babies. They are not me. No, mm. that's a throwback. That is a throwback. Enjoy that. It's classic. Okay. I just... Thanks, guys. So it has natural French. A lot of these have natural French vanilla. I didn't realize that France grew a lot of vanilla. In fact, I'm pretty sure they they don't. Then what is French vanilla? I'm, is it like a euphemism for something else? I hope so. I hope it's a. I hope it's like somebody tongued some vanilla beans and then stuck them in the <laughs> vat. Oh. It's, it's French kissing somebody while you've got vanilla beans in your mouth. Not. Not French vanilla, French vanilla. There is a difference. Okay, so they probably stuck it up their butt or something. I don't know. Uh, the the French, no. they're weird. I love them. And shout outs to our friends in France. Yep. Sure, why not? I have French friends. I. I have French fries. Those are freedom fries, sir. <laughs> That's what we call them here in America. America. Oh, we're supposed to rock these sodas gently before drinking them. Do we rock them slowly? I think we're supposed to rock the Mama Deus. Take it easy, don't you know? 
Did all of them say this? Because apparently, since they're micro, naturally micro brewed, you're supposed to. Stuff, a, oh, so we've been drinking them while all the shit settled down the bottom. Yes. Now, to be fair, so we may, I've we been may have trained not up. to shake up sodas. Yeah, it's not your yeah, that, these that, things. That, I just drank them. Your that, first inclination is not soda. I need to get out the instruction manual. Yeah, <laughs> let me shake this son of a bitch up. Oh, let me swill it around. But um, I think now that we've we've done this bit, we will probably cut and do nope, some no, they ain't better. No. Why did you... No. Oh, the Peppermint either. one did not deserve a sequel, sir. You've done yourself a disservice. I just reached for the first one. I don't know why you thought it would be any better. Anyway, moving along. Um, while well, I keep in, in the spirit of uh, the episode, this is a Christmas episode. With all apologies to our many, many Jewish friends, uh, such as Neil Kaplan, Yuri Lowenthal, and anybody else I care to name drop that's Jewish... Yes. Um, Jesus. I'm, yeah. Jesus, our, 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 our favorite Jew, perhaps. Uh, the Jew for the season, really. My Hebrew. Your Hebrew, yes. Um, people often forget. True what? fact. Jesus was Jewish. It's weird, right? You think he was a Christian. Yeah. I don't know that anyone really for People, I guess people, people forget. People do that. forget. I especially just, here in the South. Yeah. People do forget. They forget that Jesus is not Christian. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, apologies for that little aside. Um, and, and and we're not doing it uh, in exclusion of any of the other holiday, uh, holidays, but this just happens to be the one that we celebrate. Um, Except for Flag Day. Screw I you, think, Flag I was going to say, I don't, I don't think most people don't need that sort of Introdu- yeah, like disclaimer. But listen, most people exactly. It's it's the one or two people that like, you know. You said Christmas. You said Happy Holidays. Like you might know, as well just throw me to the lion. They're not going to have any problems with the fucked up reading of "Twas the Night Before Christmas," but they'll come in on this, you know, hard and fast. So, to all you who are offended by the use of the term "Happy Holidays," you probably were not wait, listening. Please, to I podcast. extend to you the happiest of holidays. To all of you offended by Christmas, I extend you the merriest of Christmases. Uh, indeed, yes. and you can. Well said. Please send any complaints to uh, podcast at chainsawbuffet.com. Yes, go on and get mad that we uh, want you to be happy. <laughs> yes. Go on and, and... Please, because we would love to have that content. That, that yes. can't possibly make you look like a douche. <laughs> we would love to have that content, really. Uh... Um, but, favorite Christmas song? I'm being completely serious. Go. Oh, man, that's tough. Favorite? It really, it really depends. Wow. Things just got quiet and serious. I'll give you. Um. I don't know that I have like one. Um. But some of my favorites are the uh, "God Dress She Merry Gentlemen" yes. uh, We Three Kings mix by Bare Naked Ladies. And yes. Who is it that sings that with them? Uh, Sarah McLaughlin. I thought so, but I wasn't that sure. is amazing. That's an amazing piece of work. Um, and two versions of Way in a Manger. Um, there's there's a different arrangement than the one that you usually hear around here, and I, I'm not going to even pretend to sing. But there's one one arrangement that's not commonly heard 
at least around here, that I really enjoy. And then I'm going way back in the Wayback Machine, all the way back in the black and white television for this. There is an episode of The Andy Griffith Show. Um, it's, it's a Christmas episode where the old guy who owns the store... Yeah. You know, it's sort of your classic Scrooge, you know, Scrooge um, analog story. And the guy, you know, kind of learning the meaning of Christmas. But there's one scene where, um, it's towards the very end, where they're all in the jailhouse. And they're singing away in the manger. But it's a very beautiful rendition by Andy Griffith. Hmm. And I really enjoy it. It's, it's, it's acoustic. I really, I really like it. Yep. Um, I know that's a weird as shit uh, response to that question, but that is one of my favorite Christmas Actually, songs. I think I did an, an article in the early days of Chainsaw Buffet about great Christmas songs. Um, and weird. I, I I do really like the uh, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen by Bare Naked Ladies. That is probably one of one of my favorite songs because of that. Um, also, I like how how uh, unintentionally rapey it's called outside song, yeah. uh, sounds. Yes, there. I actually read an article about that where like two people were discussing like how can we make it less rapey and more, you know, like what it's consensual seductiony, which is yeah. still like you're pretending to rape, so it's okay. Well, there's a line that's like, "What's in this drink?" Yes, and it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> this isn't Christmas at all. Somebody's getting. Oh. Somebody's getting something happening to them. Yeah. I'm going to point out, I, I don't know if you can find this. There's a version of, uh, there's a mariachi version of uh, Winter Wonderland by Steve Taylor. Look that up. It's wow. from the 80s. Um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by John Taylor. Okay. Very good. Um, I cannot listen to anything by Bing Crosby because if you have not heard... Our podcast on the film <laughs> Holiday Inn that I think we did either last year or the year before. That was amazing. Go listen to that. Bing Crosby, in the first movie where you hear the song White Christmas, it's not in the movie White Christmas. It first premiered in, in the in the movie Holiday Inn. So so basically, even back then, we had the weird tendency to name movies based on songs that have nothing to do with the movie. Yes. Okay. And I think White Christmas was the movie where you first heard, which one was it? Um, Silver Bells or something like that. It was a different song other than the White Christmas that premiered in that movie. Totally mindfuck. But in, what, in uh, Holiday Inn, Bing Crosby is in blackface for uh, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. As and nobody all, at the time thought this was a bad idea. And, as are we all. It was the 50s or 60s. Or we, we, we have all spent Lincoln's birthday in blackface at one time or another. I don't even know when Lincoln's birthday is. It's in it's February. President's Day now. Okay. Yeah, because they joined. I, I didn't know if that was Washington's birthday. Because all the presidents got together and made President Voltron. And the, well, they didn't want to get them separate presidents. They just wanted to or throw them separate parties. And uh, Lincoln and, and oh, Washington were cool about oh, it. Oh, do they have so. a do they have a problem with like the whole Catholic uh, notion of Saints' Days, where basically every day is a is a holiday? I don't. Know. I would get off of so much work if we that just have a awesome. separate holiday yeah. for, <laughs> for every president's president. birthday, and every new president is a new holiday. Yes, I can't wait for Clinton Day. <laughs> um, I I cannot wait for for uh, Clinton Day either, because we all know how that will be celebrated. With a booming economy. 
Yes. And and a celebratory cigar. Um. Anyway. Oh yes. Anyway. Any other favorite Christmas songs from um, the audience? I go back and find that article. In fact, I may see if I can dig up a link to it because I don't. They're escaping me. Find uh, go find um, Sufjan Stevens' version of Okamo Come Emmanuel. Yes, actually, that whole he he released a new album that I have not listened to. I think he released like a bunch of Christmas albums because I think he's got several versions of that song. It was like a three disc Christmas album. Sufjan. 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 Whatever. Heather's being hipster over there. But actually, that's a really... Go drink your PBR and stroke your goatee and (laughs) smoke your close cigarette. The Friendly Beasts by Garth Brooks is good. Um, That that whole CD, uh, Beyond the Season, is really good. I don't often listen to country, but when I do, I prefer Garth Brooks. Yes. Stay thirsty, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Let's see if I can open up. That's way funnier than it should have been. Nah, go with it. Um, <laughs> I I love a uh, sleigh ride, but I like the sort of swingy orchestral version. I don't like very many of the versions where people are actually singing it. Hmm. Usually, because the people that sing it really suck at it. May well uh, hold off because um, did we just lose the whole thing? I think so. I was trying to open up my. Well, I don't think we lost the whole thing, but. Um, that we lost the whole thing. No, I ain't redoing oh, okay. it. Okay, no. no. Windows Explorer just decided, hey, you Windows know what? Exploder. <laughs> trying to think what I've got in my Christmas. Uh... Eleven. <laughs> what? Remember that. Don't start a riot. You'll feel it when the dance gets hot. Hot. Um, if you want something weird, uh, Bob Dylan's Christmas in the Heart. Just. I've got a Dalmatian. I. I can still get high. I can play the uh, gu- I can play fake guitar like a motherfucking riot. And that's a fact. That is anyway. Um, no Christmas songs quite like all the sublime. work of Sublime. <laughs> oh. Settle it. Settle in for your long Christmas nap, listening to everything Sublime did. My, my favorite Christmas album is "The Battle for Los Angeles" by Rage Against the Machine. Wait, but I, I missed don't something. Yes, you did. Don't worry about yeah, it. Roll with it. But no, I would. Uh... Also, shots by Little John. <laughs> Anything by Little John is good for the season. It's festive. It's like a, if, if it is festive. If you were to just add jingle bells, <laughs> you know, just like random bells into uh, like shots or uh, uh, shots, 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 shots. <laughs> just that subtle ting, ting, ting. You know, shot, sh- shot, shot, shot. You know, sleigh bells in the background. Remix. <laughs> oh, uh, add, add sleigh bells to uh, by the book. Uh, Little John. <laughs> if you guys have not seen that video, go on YouTube right fucking now. Uh, do cooking by the book, Little John, and you will find the most amazing video that you have ever seen in your life. Yeah, it's perfect for Christmas and totally safe for the whole family. I promise. I might be lying. Do, do you guys have something to add to this list? No, they're just mouthing at each other quietly. I'm trying to remember the most annoying Christmas song that I hear every year that I want to smack. All of them. Whiny girl. Christmas. Christmas. 
I have not heard that in a long time. Oh, that's right. Right. No, no, it's some girl that's a pop version. Okay. Just want to rip her hair out. Um, true story. Went to World Market recently, not to buy these shitty sodas, but Why would uh, for, some, for something else. <laughs> Does anyone else want some of these? Feel free. Devin, Heather? Devin? The candy Devin. cane one, Devin. The candy Devin. Cane one, one of them's got bad. rum flavor in it. They, yeah, they don't have alcohol in it, but they burn as if they did. We could add it alcohol the to them. And the, the other one. They make you awful. sad. Make you forget like them. You do after too much alcohol. It's not the same. Um, <laughs> it's not it's the same because you're completely sober and sad. I I do <laughs> I not like. I imagine you are always sad when you're sober. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. I'm always sad. I I do not like the Christmas song "Little Saint Nick" by uh, the Beach Boys. Surf rock. But, there should not be a surf rock Christmas. Agreed. But unless the song is called Market, Surf Rock Christmas. I heard that song no less than four times, two different versions of it. Oh my god. Wow. And I, I don't know and I don't care. Horrible people. I just wish it would stop. Okay. Make the hurting stop. If if you're doing a Christmas album and you're thinking of redoing Lil' Saint Nick, just say to yourself, I don't want to do that to people. Hmm. Why is Michael Bublé trying to become the next Bing Crosby? I don't you know. know he's he kind of a crooner. You, you, know what he, you, know, you know what he needs to really put him over the top? Blackface. Little, little blackface. Because again, like Christmas in the Heart, Bob Dylan's not going to be the next crooner. No. We need someone who's actually in that category. Bublé and blackface. Oh. Uh, blackface. We're, we're not uh, endorsing this, by the way. Unless you are Michael Bublé and listening, which is, we are totally 110 You just want any celebrity we're, in blackface. We're definitely, you don't care. I want, no, I want every celebrity in blackface. <laughs> we're definitely not trying to submarine your career. And how would that yes. work? No, they would be in whiteface. Just, oh, that's racist. No, no, no. Exactly. No, everybody in blackface all the time forever. <laughs> You're in blackface right now. No. In my soul. This suggestion makes me red in the face just because it is sad and creepy and weird, but... Is that part of your Assassin's uh, Creed 3 cosplay? What? <laughs> Never mind. Oh. Oh. That was a little bit over your head. No, I got it eventually. Had to reach for it. He just didn't think it was funny. I, I was... Oh. I'm trying to bring the podcast out of this <laughs> slough, slough of racism we've, we've sunk into. It's not racism if everybody's doing it. Go family racism. Nothing, nothing says Christmas like like racism. Says Bing Crosby. Says, and he would know. He is dreaming uh-huh. of white Christmas, like the ones he used to know before before, before the Democrats. Before before all these other families moved in. Yeah, before Lincoln and the Democrats, uh, you know, start treating them like people. Um, Wait, Lincoln was a Republican. I know. <laughs> It's kind of odd when you think about it. But that was that was like a hundred years ago, so you know. <laughs> Who remembers? Things have changed. Things have changed. Things have changed. Oh, Not for some people. Changed. Things have changed. Thanks, Bob Dylan. Oh. Um, favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. National oh. Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation. I I would kinda go with Die Hard. Yeah. The thing is, I've not actually seen it. I mean, but I know that go that is their Christmas tradition, is to sit down and watch Die Hard. More power to them for it. I don't know why they do it, but... Our Christmas tradition is to, uh, on Christmas Eve, because they're closed on Christmas, go and buy a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken and watch uh, 
anime that have some sort of Christmas episode in them because I think we've extended it outside anime sometimes. We have. Um because this year I've got to I there may have been another one of these, but the claymation uh community uh Christmas episode needs to be added. But uh because for, it's community and you will add community to Yes. For people who aren't aware Yes. Um I remember reading this in Anime Insider. We may have talked about it on the podcast before, but uh just to bring it up again in case somebody didn't hear that episode forever ago. Um, there was, years and years ago, I think maybe in the 80s, a very successful ad campaign by KFC in Japan to convince the people of Japan that the way that Americans celebrate Christmas is by buying KFC. Now, of course, we know this is not the case. But in Japan, that is their thing. And it's actually referenced... Uh, in, in some shows... Uh, the All-purpose culture <clears throat> cat girl nuku There you go. Um, one of ADV's old titles. In the first episode, it's Christmas. And you see them, they've got like a bucket of KFC in the car. And that's that's why. Is that's, that's one of their traditions. So, we do that and we watch anime. Just in, in homage to that. Um, to be but, nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I have a favorite Christmas movie, though. Um... I don't know that I do. Santa Baby is. Welcome to five minutes ago. (laughs) Devin's been drinking or not drinking. There's a problem. Devin's watching the uh, the stream of this, even though we're not you streaming. (laughs) Everything's coming out five minutes later. I was gonna say the stream. She's on time delay. Yeah. She's she's on the west coast. There's there's a bit of a bit of a delay. Right, and and the servers on the stream are busy. You know, one of our loyal fans is on the West Coast. Uh, you don't care. We have loyal fans. Nope. Actually, no. yes, we do. No, we sure don't. What? Since when? We have Since people that are, are we have people that are loyal, but they are not fans. Yes, I've been dragging people, making them listen. Awesome. Hypnotizing them. Can, it, you try, can you try me and make me listen? If you listen to this, chances are good that you've probably talked to us no, in some not. form or fashion. Yeah. yeah. Huh? If you're listening, you have seen us in person. You probably know us. <laughs> what, what, what about our friend that, um, oh. from, from the, the charity fund? From, uh, yeah. Patrick, yeah. yeah. Well, we, I still talk to Patrick all the time. Though. I talk to him on Twitter and stuff. Man. We love him. Sure, well, but, you know. I consider, I consider him more of a friend than I do a fan. I mean, let's be honest yeah. here. He's a Fran. He's a he's a Fran. Fra- right. Man, Fran in Final Fantasy Twelve is hot. She's she. I wait. Hold on. That's Where my did favorite I Christmas now? character. That is my favorite Christmas character. What was the question you had asked like five minutes ago? And then uh, favorite Devin Christmas movie. Woke up. Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. I like it when Minus takes the spotlight, and then. Got it. Got it. Mine is My Santa, the anime. Oh, dear God, John. Charlie. I'm going to go, and it's probably not my favorite, but I'm going to go with it because Christmas is in it. I'm going to go with Trading Places. That's a good good choice. Done. I I would say Tiger and Bunny towards the end takes place around Christmas, but it has nothing to do with anything that's actually happening. Um... Hey, there's Yoshi. Somebody just jumped on the Yoshi. I was texting Heather. It's okay. I've been known to jump a Yoshi. We're real professional here. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Favorite Christmas food? Any of it. All of it. 
Oh man, that's tough. Goose. Oh, that's good. Goose. Turkey. <laughs> no goose. I All need of you. It. Goose. Wait, like. Food, food, or Listen, Goose, Goose was asking for it though after yeah. Rapuk and uh, Terry Bogart's girlfriend yeah. out the window. Yeah. I guess it's fine. Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're probably going to leave that in, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends it on which editing. of us edit it, edits it and how we're feeling. It ain't me. At the moment. But no, are you talking like food food or like sweet stuff? Uh, food food whatever. or sweet stuff. Anything. Mashed potatoes. Okay. <laughs> um. Those are very, very holiday, very festive. Good night, Nikki. Um, <laughs> Bye, everybody. And those Ritz crackers with peanut butter in the middle dipped in chocolate, which we made this weekend. Yeah. Um. I awesome. no shit. Uh, I'm an eggnog guy. Ugh. Love eggnog. Uh, my my holiday season starts in October when eggnog is on the shelf. Interesting thing about eggnog. I love eggnog, but I can drink very little of it, or it will make me violently ill. Yeah, only only by maybe like two or three times throughout the whole holiday. It season. lasts like, like once every few weeks. I'll buy. But saying saying that, I have um, I have really 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 enjoyed um. Silks, soy, nog. Yeah. It is extremely good because eggnog, because it, what you're tasting mostly are the spices, it really doesn't matter that it's made from soy milk. It still tastes like eggnog. It covers up and, the soy taste. Well, I don't mind the soy taste, but it does cover it up. And it's, um, it's Why are really. People raising it's, their hands? it's really light, and you can drink a whole lot of it and not be a problem. Heather, you have your hand up. What's up? Oh, they were doing not it. At least I know Mayfield's brand you can, and it lasts, and you can, like, unfreeze it in June, July, and it still tastes amazing. That's awesome. I did not know that. Happy tip for... Also, Heather, you know I love you, right? Yeah. You don't have to raise your hand to speak. Well, I'm not interested. I thought we were doing not I it. I, I thought that's what was going on. I don't know how this works. Um, I was going to say, it also helps to be on the other side of the microphone, because I don't know how that, well that will pick you up. You can freeze eggnog. Mayfield's eggnog. You and and keep in mind, you can also buy Borden's eggnog in a can that will last forever. <laughs> I don't. I, I've never tried it, but um, Doc's Doc would buy it in like bulk when it came out. <laughs> Doctor Roberts, not Doc from Oh, Ask sorry, Packers yeah, podcast. Par- pardon. My my apologies to all Doc. If you Doc, if you're listening, you probably are. We're not talking about you. Sorry, but he he would he would keep it to have it year round and would like make I think French toast with it. Okay, so wow, eggnog French toast is amazing. I've made that before. We had to get rid of some eggnog quickly because John failed in drinking his. What? It's like 600 calories a, uh, yeah. a yeah, glass. You know, again, try the silk eggnog. Ne- not nearly think, as bad for you, and you can drink a whole lot of it. I'll give it a go. If I ever tried making eggnog, I did try making boiled custard one time and use skim milk. Bad idea, because that defeats... I mean, you're, you're basically wanting the fat. And Splenda. I don't know if that actually fixed anything, but... Or made it worse. Okay. Eggnog is a good choice, though. Uh, here's here's a question. Okay. Most memorable Christmas gift that you've received? Suit of armor. Oh. Really? Not real armor. It was plastic armor. That's still cool. We have a picture of our aunt in that armor. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, we do. That's the, well, was there a story don't. behind that? Was that something that you wanted, or did somebody just buy it for I, you? I don't remember. I don't know why it sticks out in my head, except that it was really awesome. I don't remember asking for it. 
But it was like a it was like a helmet, uh, breastplate, shield, sword, axe, maybe something else. It was cool. That's probably other stuff. Mine when I was seven years old was the Voltron. Right. Stood up at that high. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. For you folks who are listening, he indicated that high. Yes. <laughs> Voltron, Voltron was a big motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, let's let's not lie. I and thought he was a big robot. He is. Um. Big motherfucking robots. I get robot. confused. He's five different robots. I I really wish I had been made of money so I could buy uh, buy bought those Matty Collector uh, reissues that they've oh, been doing. Yeah, and make that like huge, two foot tall. Yeah, and they have like reissued figures as Vin figure that had never been done before. Those things were sweet looking. I don't think I've ever seen them in person, but yeah, the the, the pictures on Matty Collector looked really good. Yeah. Um, I'm not even a Voltron fan, and I wanted those. I I still want to uh, to get because now there's a Turtle Van uh, box set of the original series that you can buy. I need to get that in Transformers, and and then I'll have all of my childhood because I already have all of uh, uh, Voltron and and the first Robotech series, which is the only one that was any fucking good. Um. Anyway, anybody else memorable Christmas gift? Um. I. I- there's a lot of possible options because I would get usually one Nintendo game, one or two games at Christmas. So right. that's how I got Mario Kart. That's how I got Chrono Trigger. Um, I do remember one year when I was doing, you know, I, I, I learned how to do programming, um, like sixth grade ish. And after a couple of years, I'd been looking Nerd. for something. No, I'd lo- been looking for a way to actually be able to compile programs, not just like QBasic interpreted stuff, but actually like compile and distribute programs. And I think I want to say Mom and Dad got me a copy of Visual Basic Four. And this was back in the days when um, like CD-ROMs were just coming on the market, and we didn't have one, and we didn't really even have a computer that could run it. But they bought me a copy of, like, the professional edition. I think the only one that, the only version that they would have supported. It, it it wasn't in in time for Christmas, so they literally, like, here's the receipt. It's coming. And then when I got it, Getting I had a receipt to send, is probably the, thing I had to send the token, like, something in the box off back to Microsoft for, like, 30 floppy disks because we didn't oh, have a yeah. CD-ROM. Yes. Holy crap. Aww. That happened. And it, it, it barely even ran on our computer, but then, you know, when we got a newer computer, that was actually kind of cool to have. And he still got it. I actually do. And he still uses it. No, I don't. What yes, year he does. Was that, dude? A long time ago. Shoot, I don't know. Devin um, can't remember. She's been drunk since then. You were in sixth grade. Okay? I like it. Like she has no, been that drunk sixth grade. That was more consistently like since ninth, then. 10th, probably? <clears throat> you were in ninth or 10th. Yeah. I know it was like... It wasn't, like, late high school. I mean, it wasn't... I've still got my most memorable Christmas present, too. What's that? Aussie. Oh. Oh, Aussie Davis. The skull skull of Aussie Davis. Um, We we have a cat named Oscar. Uh, I chose that name for after, of course, Oscar from Evangelion because it is a red-haired cat with a a bipolar temperament that at some point will love you and other times will ignore, ridicule, and hate you. And pee on your stuff. 
And be on your stuff. If you're, and by your stuff, we mean your Dylan. No, While he's just, just like your dirty clothes. She targets Dylan. Not she does. No, she does. She doesn't respect you. I'm sorry. I don't even know what that means. Why doesn't she? What does she do that is not dominance. respecting me? Pee on her stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Explain Hold how the cat she down and pee on it. Because she's peed on other people's stuff. It's, it's like, what is it that she does that is not respecting me? Peeing. Or have you just do you just not respect me and you're projecting your? Oh no, Dylan, I respect you. I did not a bitch slap you every day. But she does pee on your stuff. So I I respect I respected you enough to call you the next day. We all pee on your stuff. That's uh, I've peed on your podcast right there. I I have peed on so much of your stuff. Speaking of, I'm gonna find my little orange monster. She didn't answer my you know what she's talking about? I'm gonna assume heard me in the old dusty trail. My story seems technic like terrible and robotic after like you know being followed by a cat. Yeah. Oh. Well. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a hideous in... robot man. Yeah. Anybody else have one that they want to share? Monster. A what? Monster. Nope. Nothing. Uh, a gold feelings monster. A gold feeling monster. If you feel stuff, it turns to gold. A cold unfeeling monster. No. Okay. No. No. Everything he touches feels like gold. It doesn't turn to gold. It just it's it's like, feels like you it. feel like, you like gold. Feel like gold today. Like you're cold and metallic. It's weird. I didn't really mean oh. it. I feel bad for even saying it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of like Dylan. There are a lot of Christmases where I got you know video games and stuff. But you played the crap out of those games. I did. Like me. Like, I did. That was your one chance. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and you better take memorable. it. But, but the thing that was... You really, get one shot. The thing that was really memorable for me was um, I remember um, the fall that PlayStation Two came out, and the first time I pl- I ever played the PS Two was at a remember when KB Toys were a thing? Yes. KB Toy Store. Oh, Do they not um, still exist? No, no really? they've not existed for a long time. Really? Yeah, since like two thousand eight. Wow. Or ish. Maybe even before oh. then. I think it was before two thousand eight. Yeah, they, well, they, they were freaking sad. high priced. Yeah, and that's why they don't exist anymore. The only thing I ever bought from there was the, their clearance bin toys. Anyway, yeah, um, they had a PS3, you know, display model where you could play, you know, whatever game they had in there. The game that they happened to have in there at the time was the very first Devil May Cry. Now, at the time, this was the first game of its kind. Uh, you know that that three D action game that was later popular popularized in like Ninja Gaiden and. God of War and those type of games didn't exist before then in in the way that it does now. And I remember being just blown the fuck away by this game because there were just so many different things that you could do in combat, and I just really loved it. I'm like, oh shit, you know, I've I've got to get a PS2. And of course, this was I think my freshman year in college, and there was no way that this was possibly going to happen. I had no money, no job, no nothing. Um. And, but but that was all I was talking about was Final Fantasy X and and Devil May Cry because you know like Final Fantasy X I was excited about I didn't know how how shitty tie this was going to be, um, but anyway, um, I think Nathan had a PS2 before then so I got to see a little bit of it and, and kind of mess around with it uh, from time to time too, um, but my oldest brother and my sister. Uh, their their gifts to me were Devil May Cry and Final Fantasy X. Of course, I didn't have a PS2, but they were like, "Well, we know Nathan has one, and you can you can play it on his whenever you know he's in class or anything like that." 
I was like, okay, that's awesome. Well, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to go into details, but uh, I have a lot of issues with my family. Um, but this is one of, the, one of the rare occasions where they sort of came through to me for me because um, everyone in the family chipped in money and bought me a PS2 that year. Like, completely out of the blue. Uh, did not expect it. Um, so that that was very memorable for, uh, for me for a number of reasons. So, What? Charlie's looking at me. Funny. Stop looking at your brother. <laughs> Stop looking at your evil twin. Um, you do have the beard. You would be the evil one. But... I know, but I'm sorry. Evil twin rules. I yeah. know, but... I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but... Dot, dot, dot. I'm the evil one, but I'm actually the good one. Yeah. It's but you funny. are the evil one. But by evil twin rules, you are the Scroll evil twin. Scroll up at my pillows. Oh. Just looking at I my... heard you hollering before. I was like, you might want to check the basement, because Jeffrey did go in there and leave the door open. Okay. And we're back. I'm sorry. No, you aren't. I think anytime anybody starts having one of these side conversations, because we're doing this in the living room, we're just going to start doing that. And they'll be not so silent that, hey, we're still fucking recording. And it gives us a good edit point. To be fair, it's kind of pig, Jennifer. Taking over. I just wanted to say. Fluke the house. Anyway. Anybody else have any, anything Christmassy that they want to share? Merry Christmas to all and to all. Flip the pig. <laughs> all right. They do have some really awesome Adventure Time ornaments at FYE for anyone who's looking for Adventure Time ornaments. Clearance, $5. Adventure Time, FYE, come on, tell your friends. Knoxville Mall. Did Just you mean... saying, $5. What? Do they have the Marceline? No, it's just there's what? a fin and no there's a jade. No undead Christmas there's, ornaments? I know. There's a fin and there's a jade. I want a black tree with undead Christmas, Christmas ornaments. Hat, little Santa hats, and they're cute. And five dollars each. Also... And Heather's wearing Marceline Are you socks. being attacked? Oh, I thought you were being she attacked by something. Because you were like, gotta get the shoe off! Gotta get, oh, it's, it's under the skin! It's in the She's bone! She's with this conversation. She's going to hit her shoe on the Get table. the bone saw! Gotta get the foot off! Pay attention to me! We will bury you! <laughs> what? Yes. Christian? Yes. You... Shoe on you. the table, we will bury you. Isn't that an apocryphal story? It probably is. I don't know. Alright, so... JFK! And Honda JFK. makes a very fine car. There, I said it. There, I, I said it. I, I want to close this out. Um, by presenting the following thought. In the song, The Most Wonderful Time of Year, they bring up something about telling scary ghost stories. I just want to say to everybody, what the fuck is that about? Nobody nobody does that. Christmas Nobody's girl. ever done that. Nobody ever tell. It, it's like the fact that hey, Rocky Top hey, has something about a bear hey, cat in it. Hey, hey, Dylan's part bear cat. Do you know half <laughs> bear, half cat? No. He's wild as a mink, but he's sweet as soda pop. <laughs> and I still dream about him, okay? <laughs> I, oh, that does not work in 
Second person. It works in third person, fine. Second fourth? person, it's creepy. <laughs> fourth person. What is fourth person? Fifth person. It's that crunchy, melty, grilled, um, yep. <laughs> late night person craving. <laughs> I got the late night grammar. <laughs> Spice, melt, crunch, grilled. <laughs> uh, what the hell? If you can make up adjectives, you can make up whole parts of speech. What? Whatever. Sure. Um, Future conditional blue perfect subjective. <sighs> Dang it, Shakespeare I, made up parts of speech. Yeah, but he was Shakespeare. Like the penis. <laughs> the penis was a part, a past participle before then. Sometimes it's a dangling participle. Penis <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I. We weren't blue around here. I was here. saying something, wasn't I? No, that wasn't blue. Oh, that was this, not blue. This this whole thing happened. This blue is being dirty simply for the sake of being dirty. Sometimes it serves the joke. Oh, no, what I was going to say is, you don't know Andy Williams', Williams Christmas traditions. How can you say that no one tells Scary Ghost? Yeah, Maybe he's wait, the only we one all sat around the damn Christmas tree <laughs> and read Sleepy Hollow. Yes. No. Maybe. No, you Maybe. didn't. No. Maybe I should. Nobody does that. Nobody does I that. I like those stories. Unless they're talking about like the Holy Ghost, and, they, you're and not, the glories no ghost and the glories of Christmas is long. No, long no, ago. that's Pentecost. I remember this, this is Christmas, right? What traditions? I remember the Christmas where we took on the house across the street and took all their presents and the glories of that. What? Pirate that's part Christmas. of the song. Also, glories of Christmas what? is long, long ago. Also, that's pirate Christmas. What is best? What is best? Crush your enemies. See them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of the women. And a Merry Christmas. That is what is best in life. Maybe Merry Christmas to all. It's also kind of terrible and aggressive and violent and sad. And to all, get the hell out. To all a good sacking. <laughs> Sack your loved ones. But not your and children. And your co-workers. I just imagine, like, you know... You tackle them like sack your kids, sack your wife, and sack your husbands because they're sacking everybody in here. Always practice safe sack. I, I forgot nah, to mention nah, nah. the Bev Intruder song is one of my favorite Christmas songs. That's that's it. It is about Santa. <laughs> He's climbing in your window. Yep. He's climbing in your chimneys, which most people don't have anymore because of air conditioning. Right. Hide your cookies. Hide your milk. Someone make this song. Somebody probably has. You don't have to go make a vest. Google, we're looking for you. We're going to find you. We're going to find you. So you can run until that. Run until that. Run until that. Santa, Santa, Santa. Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know
چه با من 